We all carry unique histories and unseen feelings that, if acknowledged, might help us to bridge our differences. Welcome to Sidewalk Ghosts with Richard Radstone, short, open-hearted stories that reveal the wisdom and vulnerabilities of unique strangers and confirm just how much our individual influence has upon the world we share. You know, for, for African-Americans, you know, and I'll speak more specifically about our family, for our family, you know, there's big parts of our family where we can't get past, um, uh, like looking back at our lineage, past my great-grandfather who was enslaved. Uh, today, me and my family got to go through the Cape Coast Castle. So it's a, it's a castle on Cape Coast where most of the transatlantic slave trade took place, like where most of the enslaved people went through, but it's just something that everyone should experience because it represents such a big part of world history, really, you know? So it was a heavy, heavy experience. My family and I were holding each other, crying after walking through the castle where thousands of enslaved people were held. Me and were holding each other, crying and saying, we can do better. We can be better. Like, we have to be better. We have a responsibility to be better, to be the best of us. I met him through a friend of a friend of a friend. You need to meet him, she said. And as he told me of his black heritage, of his life in this age of profiling, cancel culture, and the taking of sides, I'm thankful for the introduction. And as I look past his most impressive musical and filmmaking resume, I see more than a talented storyteller and artist. I see another red-blooded human who, in his every word, redirects me back to the mirror of my own heritage, the genocide of a Jewish family tree. In candor, he shines as he honors lessons of his black lineage, all the while myself reflecting upon my history as I'm drawn closer to him, side by side with a unique and different human being with whom, in the blink of a moment, I find myself united in the never again equation, pushed to invite each of us to shed our own unique tears, to celebrate our own diverse pasts, pains, and joys, and together, to bond in honoring the many unknown faces lost, the families, the mothers, the brothers, the sisters, and the children who were murdered as slaves. And as we do, to hold distant hands in loving memory of the lives tortured at the Cape Coast Castle. A call to look into our neighbors' reflections as we find the best of the civilized people that live within the outstretched and quiet places that dwell within our memories and actions. Yes, I'm passionate about the subject, not able to be brief or to hold back my emotions. Feelings that, for over a decade, have driven me to testify of a belief I've grown to love by the histories, the presence, and the dreams trusted to my ear by the thousands of people I have interviewed. Subtext, if you will, to why Sidewalk Ghost lives, and even a foundation to the lessons extended by today's stranger now friend, Mally Bonner. And as we take in his wisdom, might we each realize just how far the influence of our individual pasts have towards clarifying our views of one another. He continues, history does not divide us it doesn't even define us but it does have the opportunity to unite us that all rhymes but it does have the opportunity to unite us because we all share in that history in some way these are the things that happened these people endured this these people did this these people didn't do this now these are the conditions of those people these are the conditions of those people how can we and then just talking about them as they are, 
Mally suggests we are living a shared history, asks us to look beyond our soft and well-earned fears, even to imagine through any bias hiding in the corners of our motivations, invites us to close our eyes to reflect upon, once again, our own pasts and our own presence. And as we reopen our vision, to do so with open hearts, to do as stated in his words, just talk about them as they are. Something that in these times is not at all an easy thing to do. So he offers us a starting point. Just tell the truth and then sift through all of it, the good, the bad, the ugly, but let's make sure that we tell it because it's when we try to create a narrative that fits our emotional state that there's a problem because then we're just fighting to validate what we're feeling rather than just talking about what was. And I think that we kind of have to take ourselves out of it. You know, instead of validating my position in life by using history to validate where I am, me as a black man, you know, or, or this person as a white man and using history to validate wherever they are. Let's just take ourselves out of it talk about the history and talk about the lessons that are to be learned. And so I, I just personalizing it, I, I think that's where that's where it can get hard. Like I, I have I hardly even deal with how I feel because my my human feelings are all messed up. They're all like they don't help anyone how I feel my own personal feelings. But what I can talk about is what I can learn from the truths that I've learned and read about, you know? And so uh, it's, it's, it's almost like it's a, it's a dead argument when you have two people arguing about how they feel and wanting that validation from the other side. My feelings are all messed up, he admits. Take ourselves out of it. Stop personalizing it and let go of the need for validation, he proposes. Yet as he does, he turns the message to a much more active and extended point of view. What I've learned is uh, how important it is for every person to tell their story, to journal, to, to tell their own story, you know, especially as a people, you know, as black Americans, as white Americans, as Africans, like tell your story so that it's told accurately, you know, so that's not me telling the story of Africans with all of my baggage and vantage point, you know? And so it's not me telling the story of white American history. You're know, like, everyone should be telling their story, their own story, so that we can actually look at what is and be able to move forward together and not have any agendas with uh, the perceptions of different groups of people. He talks of living with no agendas. He prescribes walking forward with no perceptions, of looking at what is, and in all links them to growing together as a people. But as we look back at our darker histories, bear the challenges of the current, and navigate any of the darts that are being thrown our way, I'm left with what I feel is a reasonable question. Maoli, how do we do that? If I'm wanting to understand what you're feeling and better understand your thought process and how you, how you receive the history 
and for me to be empathetic in that process. That would be so great for you. And it would be so great for me, as we discuss, for you to make sure that you're being empathetic to what I'm going through, how I'm seeing things. So if we can just look out for each other, instead of looking out, instead of me looking out for me, I'm gonna look out for you and you look out for me. And then we get so much further along and you trusting that I care about what you may or may not be feeling or seeing through the process. I mean, easier said than done, but that is the dream in my, in my eyes. Look out for each other, trust, caring. Easier said than done, he confesses, refers to it as the dream in his eyes. And as he does, he mentions the magic word, empathy, a topic worthy of long discussion. Yet in honor to him, and in respect to your time, please allow me to simply turn the stage back to Mali. He summarizes with a single word. Perspective. The more you learn about your own people and the sacrifices that were made or the suffering that they had to endure, the, the more we're responsible to do better. Find the people that look different than you. Go learn something new about who they are and start to change the narrative that you've been dealt. Thank you, Molly. We really appreciated your words today. You've uh, truly uplifted us all. And at the end of this for everybody, I'm um, going to put on here a promo that Molly shared with me about his film. If you can, please uh, support him in it. It's a very important story. Never forget... All of you have the opportunity to have your voices shared on Sidewalk Ghosts. What you have inside is truly something that can uplift someone else and touch their hearts. So please, if you get a chance, go to my website. That's at www.sidewalkghost.com. Navigate to the podcast page. On that page, you'll find a form. You can tell me a little bit about yourself or simply email me. As always, I promise I'll do all I can to get you on the show. Uh, the Patreon site's still in place, still working to make this weekly. Need a little bit more support to do that. So if you have a dollar or two, go there. Help me out. Every little bit goes a long way. That's at patreon.com forward slash Sidewalk Ghosts. If you'd like to sponsor Sidewalk Ghosts, the offer's still wide open. Give me a buzz or email me and we'll figure out a way to grow this message together. All the likes, shares, and comments really do go a long way in growing Sidewalk Ghosts. So please help me out there as well. And to all of us, please never forget, your individual impact truly does matter to someone else in the world. And now as promised, let me introduce you back to Mally Bonner as he introduces you to Greenflake. In the film, we follow the lives of free and enslaved pioneers, namely Greenflake, a 19-year-old enslaved pioneer who traveled across the Western frontier over a thousand miles of the worst conditions imaginable. You can learn more about his story and this incredible piece of American history that's never been told at greenflakemovie.com. Join the movement of building a monument to honor enslaved and free black pioneers and enjoy this incredible journey of our shared history. <laughs>